we're back, and we're here with Patrick Gorton from We Live on a Planet. This is your second time on here. I'm happy to be back. Yeah, and uh, it's it's really cool to see the same exact microphone in the back there. I love it. It's a it's a fantastic microphone, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. Although I am kind of um, I am like I have been looking at other ones, like some Shures. I have been looking at uh, you know mostly Sure, but uh, they have a really good one. Uh oh. Uh oh, he's pulling something out. Oh, is that a sure? Sure, MV fifty one. Yeah, how's that thing sound? I love it. It it it's um hooks in via lightning port. Okay. So it's only anything with light uh has to have a lightning port, so it's only Apple friendly. It's nice. It's a condenser mic, picks up everything. So it's one of those ones where, but it's got um five different settings and or four different settings so voice acoustic uh band or large like if you had a large room yeah works fantastic i use i just used it um to record a interview with my father i went to visit him and i decided what a good way to just kind of talk to somebody get it archived and then i'm going to turn it into a podcast yeah, and I'm sure he loved how it looked too. Like it looks like the like the classic kind of rock and roll. He said instantly, he goes, "Oh, you got yourself there an Elvis microphone, yep. kid." Yeah, I said, "Yep," and it's heavy. It's got a lot of girth to it. Um, I actually I wanted to buy it for quite some time. I had it in my shopping cart in Amazon, and I was like drooling, looking at it. And you know what it's like. You kind of like, I want to pull the trigger. And um, have you ever heard of a company called Sticker Mule? It sounds familiar. Yeah, they're really blown up. They're huge. They make stickers and they're, they have fantastic, crazy deals. They're out of Amsterdam, New York, which is a small town far from where I live, actually. And um, I won a giveaway of a $500 giveaway from them, and it was a $500 Amazon gift card. So instantly I was like, um, I think I know what I'm going to use some of that 500 because that Sure MV51 was $151 or $150. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, it, Sticker Mule sounds familiar because you told me about them, I think, on the previous podcast that we had done. Yeah. Yeah. They're a great company. That's who I got my stickers from. And they're fun. They're yeah. funny. You know what I mean? Like on Twitter, they're always giving things away. They're always, and they have a good sense of humor, like for March Madness. They've been giving away stickers. Am I yelling? No, no, you sound good. Okay, because I don't have a microphone, and so I feel like I'm yelling. <laughs> yeah. um, they have March Madness right now. I don't know why I'm plugging Sticker Mule, but uh, <laughs> but they're giving away fantastic deals right now to where like you can get these stickers for 19 bucks when it's usually 69 bucks. You know, so but they're they're a, a fun company, and I couldn't believe I won 500 dollars gift card instead of like $500 credit through their store of stickers. Yeah. 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 $500 in credits for stickers. (laughs) It was, it was awesome. So I, I bought that microphone and then not too long after pulled the trigger on the Rodecaster pro that thing has just been kind of sitting, looking at me and now I use it for only if I'm traveling um, or my mother's going to be in town and I'm going to interview her. And it will be a nice way instead of pulling her into the studio, having the roadcaster and having us share a mic, I'll just use this microphone. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's a, it, the quality's fantastic on it. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I mean, Sure is, um, I mean, I was looking at it, because you go on their website, they got a real nice history of how long they've been around, and they'll give you fun little facts about them, and they go all the way back to, like, the 20s, 1920s. Like, this company's been around for, like, 100 years at this point. So, <laughs> but I'm looking at Crazy the... To- um, I'm looking at the MV7. It's basically, you know, you know, like um, uh, Rogan uses the the Shure SM7B, I think is what it's called. So this is basically a like a, a, a smaller version of that, and it's a uh, podcast friendly. So uh, it's the MV7. So it's basically that microphone, but just kind of shrunken down a little bit. Um, the one that Rogan uses, and the and other people as well probably use it. Uh, that retails for like $400. This one is 250. So, oh wow. Yeah, definitely uh but I mean, honestly, seriously, there is literally nothing wrong with the with the pod mic from Rode. It you're right. It, you know, and I bu- when I bought my Rodecaster, I bought it in a package where it came with this and it came with a set of Audio Technico uh headphones. But I actually don't find them comfortable. Oh, really? Um they're professional grade phones but i end up i have a pair that i like which are my pioneers Ooh, and the pioneer are just a nice set and they're really comfortable and work for my needs where the like i said the audio technica professional grade the ear that the coverage isn't as after wearing them for 30 minutes not very comfortable yeah yeah I love that. Like, this is stuff that you and I have like a like a real kind of bond over. This like we geek out over this shit. Some people listening to this would probably be like, "What the hell are you like? Who cares? It's just a micro." It's like, no, it's not just a microphone. It's it's not just a pair of headsets. It's like this is a way of living, you know? Yeah, yeah. And if you're like me, when before I pulled the trigger on the Shure MB51 or the Rodecaster, I did a lot of research before because I'm like that with anything I'm going to buy, anything. I, once I get it in my mind, I'm going to get it. Like with my drone, I, I have a um, Mavic Mini, a DJI Mavic Mini. Before I bought it, I did a lot of research and watched a lot of reviews and a lot of, read a lot of reviews. Not that that's golden, not what everybody says is, but kind of like that. And so the Roadcaster, no brainer. Yeah. It's a no brainer. And the sure, the reports on that no brainer. And so, yeah, I, I think that's fun to kind of geek out on things like that because it's a passion of ours. You know, it's something that I know that you just recently also opened another, well, not supposed to open the door, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, hold on. Where are you going? Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't dead open inside. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was interested to talk to you about that. Not to jump topics, but you know how I am. Yeah, me I too. I jump around. Yeah, I jump around a little bit. We play mental gymnastics is like is what I call it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's uh, it, yeah, it, it's all Walking Dead, and and I have a co-host who is uh, she's amazing, and uh, we just uh, we finished season one, so uh, they're just slowly rolling out every Monday. Uh, a new episode will come out, and it's basically just us talking about like we'll watch an episode, so we'll watch season one, episode four of The Walking Dead. And then literally right after, we'll sit right here and we'll just do it. And we have segments and, you know, we didn't want to just be a synopsis podcast like, oh, so at the start, Rick, you know, shot somebody in the face. And, you know, it's like it's like there's no fun in that. So uh, it's been getting great feedback. And uh, uh, we also did uh, uh, we struggled with this. 
we were like, we don't want to just talk about Walking Dead. We don't want to run Walking Dead into the ground. We don't want to get sick of it. So maybe it'd be really cool if we do bonus episodes of us just kind of talking about not anything like this podcast and like your podcast, but like if we just do something like like a horror movie every now and then. So we uh, we recorded an episode for uh, Tim Burton's Sweeney Todd with Johnny Depp. Oh, hey, nice. Yeah, yeah that that'll be interesting. That's that was good. You ever see that movie? Yeah. That was good. Yeah. That was good. I, I would like to see that on Broadway. Oh, oh man. Yeah. I uh me too. Me too. I would love to see it or I'm sorry. No, no, no. Um uh I was just saying I would love to see it on tour or just like a just like a live version of it would be amazing to see. Speaking of horror movies, I had on my podcast Hollywood horror director Andy Palmer. Yeah. Who directed the Funhouse Massacre? He also directed Camp Colebrook, yep. and he has a new one coming out, which the name of it is escaping me. I follow him on Instagram, and I see that he's got a new movie coming out that he directed. It looks like a good thriller, and that was a blast having on the show and uh, be able to talk about his craft and making a movie and the process of what it goes behind making the magic happen. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It was that was groovy. Yeah, it it was funny after uh, listening to that episode. I was in Best Buy, and um, it was it was like so serendipitous. But I think you had released the episode right around the time it was coming out on Blu-ray. But I was looking up and down the Best Buy aisles, and lo and behold, right in front of me is Camp Colebrook on Blu-ray, and I'm like, wow, what are the odds? That's like when you're like talking about something and your phone is listening, and then you'll go on your phone. And like an ad will pop up for whatever you were talking about, like the toothpaste you were talking about, you know, it happens all <laughs> the time, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Or if you buy a car and it happens to be a certain color or whatever, and you never saw them around your neighborhood. Next thing you know, you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You yeah. notice that car everywhere that I literally have. just got a, a, a 2021 Mustang. For the first, like, I, I, I've never owned a, like a sporty car, so to speak. And I just, just bought it. And, um, that's funny you say that because now I'm driving that thing and I see so many Mustangs and I'm just like, and I feel like I'm part of a club now, you know, like before I was driving Sonatas and Corollas and I never felt like I was part of like a cool club, but, but that is funny. You want to know where you feel like a club for sure is when you drive a Jeep Wrangler. Because, <laughs> have you ever driven a Jeep Wrangler? Nah, nah. Okay, the reason why I'm saying that is my oldest daughter um, is in the Air Force for uh, 12, 11, 12 years. One of the times she was stationed over in Korea, I think it was. Um, she was going to be there for a year or more. So we watched her Jeep for her while she was gone. And uh, anytime you're driving a Jeep Wrangler and you pass somebody else who's driving a Jeep Wrangler, Wrangler listeners out there know what I'm talking about. And they're going to go, yes, it's true. He's not just saying this. This is just an East Coast thing. Do this as soon as you see him. Give him the peace sign. Yeah. It is the weirdest, coolest awesomest thing and then when you're not driving a jeep and you see a jeep instantly start giving the peace symbol and then you're like oh wait a minute oops i'm not in a jeep you're in a jeep so you're gonna look at me and go who's this guy giving me a peace symbol but wow. when you're in a jeep two jeeps that peace symbol 
that's for some reason it is just universal. And there's a new thing with Jeeps called ducking. They're putting ducks, little rubber ducks, on the door <laughs> handles of Jeeps. Okay. And then you take a picture of it and pass it along to the next Jeep owner. Wow. I, I don't know. Jeep, 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 that's a different breed. Yeah, for sure. Good for way. sure. Yeah, in a good way. So uh, let me say one thing before we continue here. I just want to see, are you able to, because I've noticed it, and I just want to see if it's something that we can turn off. Every time you stop talking, it mutes your mic. And then every time you restart talking, it picks up, but it cuts off like a, a millisecond of the first word that you say. So I'm just curious if that's a setting that we can maybe eliminate for this. I'm going into my user settings. Yeah, try try the user settings on Discord itself. By the way, that's what we're using, everybody. We're using Discord. We're just going to figure this out real quick. Yeah, everything. Um, I'm also in there. So it's I'm activated. I'm just seeing what we got here. Everything. Thing on my end says that I should be able to be its voice activated when I talk. The other only other way would be push to talk. Push to talk. Um, hold on here. I'm also messing around with some settings, so give me one second. Output, input. Let me see. Did that do anything? Say something? Oh, let's see if that did anything. No, it's still doing that. Mm, let me see here. They got the voice processing. They got echo cancellation. Yes, we want that. Oh, okay. Are you still in your in your um in your settings? What'd you say? Oh, I am not in my settings. All right, go back into your settings and go all the way to the bottom, and uh, it'll be under advanced. Go okay. see where it says noise reduction. Um, it'll be under voice and video, and then you scroll to the bottom under advanced. Let me go voice, video, right at the bottom. Yeah, noise reduction. Advanced. Yes, it says advanced. Discord uses only the best. Yep, yep. Noise reduction should Set. be right under it. Not. It just says re reset voice settings. You don't see under like voice processing, echo cancellation, noise reduction. Oh. Huh. And reset voice settings. Try that. Yeah, see what that does. All right, what do we got? Say something. Nope, nope, can't hear you. <clears throat> that's weird that you don't, that's weird that you don't see, oh wait, hold on, try it again. Alrighty, I don't know if that worked or not. Hmm, let me try. All right, go ahead. I can't hear you now. Oh, now you can't hear me? Now, can you hear me? I can't. You said you can't? I can't hear you. 
That's weird. Um, one second here. This is uh, this is insanely enthralling entertainment for people listening. Voice activity. Input. Yep. I can't hear you. Um. All right, one second. One second. One second. Let's try this again. All right, can you hear me? I can hear you now. All right, cool. So that fixed that. I'm just wondering why it like I'm like I'm curious because it's not a huge deal, but the perfectionist in me is like I would really love to get rid of the fact that it cuts off a millisecond of every first word you say. Yeah, and like I said on mine, it just says advanced audio whatever and there's nothing for me to I can there's input sensitivity. I can probably raise that. Yeah, is that better? Uh, say something one more like, like just say like uh like a paragraph. All right, microphone check. Check one. No, check. no, no. Man, that's weird. That's really weird. Because I'm thinking it's the noise reduction because that would make sense. It's you turn that on, it's gonna stop your microphone every single time you go silent to reduce noise. So right. I'm I'm kind of I'm like I'm really curious why you don't have that option under your settings. <sighs> Man. That sucks. Oh well, I hope people don't mind. That's all I care about. I just hope people don't go, man, that sucks. Cause I know what that's like listening and uh and going, man, what like they couldn't have done something. Well, we did try StreamYard. We tried StreamYard and and uh it just wasn't compatible with, with Patrick's uh computer. So but either way, whatever. We'll we'll go with the punches. All right, but now you're so now now your mic is muted. Now I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> no here maybe if I take you out and bring you back in like I did last time how about now oh yep now I got gotcha. you alright is it working a little bit better yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Whatever you did, don't touch it. Just like leave it alone. Don't touch it. Don't touch a thing. Just, just leave it alone. That's perfect. Because now, now it's not cutting off the first word that you say. Good. That's good. That makes me happy because that would be very frustrating as a listener. Yeah. If that was happening, I would be like, uh, I want to hear what's happening next. But if I have to continue with this, I'd rather eat razor blades. Exactly. <laughs> very specific <laughs> there. Um, but yeah, so, so back to the, back to the story. Um, yes, that is, that, that is crazy. And when you said about the ducks, it, it, it reminds me of that thing that, uh, that annoys me so much. And it happened today when I went to my Mustang, there was a little business card stuck right in the window 
And I'm like, mm, I, I, I wish I was there to see the person that did that because I'd be like, don't touch it. Like, yeah, people still do that in Florida, at least. I don't know about New York. Yeah, that I haven't seen that practice done here in New York in quite some time. That was an old trick in the, you know, in the 90s or early 2000s of business cards that you go out to the shopping mall and you put put a flyer yeah. on every car or a business card or something. Yeah, it's so annoying because, I mean, I, I would never do that. Like, yeah, I, I don't know what it is. It's just like an invasion of space. You know, it's I get that you're not touching my car like you'll be very gentle with it. But it's just I don't know. It did happen one time when I was sitting in my car and I and I and I have very tinted windows on this Mustang. But yes, I know that the guy could still see me through the through the tent and he was like walking over and then he just kind of <laughs> he went he, like he went left. And uh, I was like, yeah, yeah. Keep walking. Keep walking. Don't you dare stick your fucking business card in my window. <laughs> God, that annoys me. That's like one of my biggest pet peeves is walking out and finding one of those little business cards stuck in my window. Yeah. Or or yeah. or under the the windshield wiper like a flyer or something. That one is even worse because you know they have to lift your windshield. Now you're touching it. Yeah, you now you're touching my stuff. Yeah, now you're touching it. You're like you're literally lifting my windshield wiper and sticking it under and I mean, I don't know how rough you're going with it, so <laughs> God, that's but 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 you don't have that in in New York. You guys are more Not civilized. That, well, I I'm in upstate, well, central New York. I'm in central New York. It is it's cow country, apples, uh, corn. You know, I always have to make that clarification with people of New York because New York's a very big state. It really is. The city I've only been to one time in my life, and it was overwhelming. It was large. It was back in 1988 or 1989, and uh, it was before they did a huge restoration and cleanup, and it was funky. It smelled, you know, and stuff, and uh, I saw rats, like big rats, running across dudes sleeping in Central Park, and I was like, okay, get me back home to the New York that I love and know. And so maybe in the city area, that stuff's still going on, but out here where I live in the country... Not so much. Yeah. Not so much that going on. Yeah, yeah. You're more civilized, which is great. <laughs> it's great to hear that. Yeah, maybe. That could be debated. Everybody thinks we're hicks because we're, <laughs> you know, you you country bumpkins up in upstate New York, central New York. Uh, put it this way. Canada's closer to me than the city. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's how close. My, my neighbor's to the north. I live right on Lake Ontario. And um, I could drive to Canada in three and a half to four hours. Man, I would love to go to Canada. Have you been to Canada? It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful country, beautiful people, friendly people, um, just a really, really nice place to visit. And it's, it's so weird when you go to visit. Uh, you have to cross the border, obviously, and you go through the border and the American side, it's all, you know, the yeah. Canadians, hey, welcome. How are you? What's going on? What's this and this and that? When you get ready to leave, the Canadians are all like, take care now. And you get right to where the Americans. So what were you doing? This and that. And it's just like, welcome back home. <laughs> welcome home. Now, I understand that you have to have all that. And it's been quite a few years since I've been there. But I just remember 
the Canadians are all just so friendly to have you. Yeah. And how was it? What'd you think of our country? And uh, you get back to America and it's just like, all right, what were you doing? What was your business? All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it, you know, it's definitely, uh, I don't know if I'll ever live in Canada, but I mean, but I definitely got to visit there just cause it is, it, it has that reputation, you know? And yeah. And that would be such a beautiful change from uh, Toronto, one of the cleanest cities I'd ever seen. There's like no gum on the streets whatsoever. And, ooh. uh, just really clean, clean city. And, you know, they have their issues. They have their problems just like any other country and everything. But, yeah. um, when I, whenever we go, we enjoy it. You need to have, um, uh, you don't have to have a passport, but you have to have an advanced New York state license to go and New York state license an advanced one gives you that ability to travel to Canada and Mexico, I think without a passport, all the other places, maybe Mexico, you need one too. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe not. I can't remember with this new license that I bought. Huh? Yeah. I, uh, very unfortunately, I've only I've only ever been around in the states. I've never actually traveled outside of the states, and and mm. uh, you know I'm almost thirty, so I feel like like I got to jump on this at some point. I and you yeah, know, but 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 you know, COVID really kind of flipped everything on its head. So any kind of plans that I may or may not have had, uh, they went right out the window. So it's yeah. it's it's something that's definitely on my bucket list. Just get out of the country for a little bit and just. You, like you have to see what other people are walking on, you know, like yeah. different oh, soils. You, like you have to see different soils, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We had plans to go to Prague. My brother and sister-in-law live in Prague okay. and have for years and years. She's Czech. That's where she was born anyways. And my brother-in-law works for a company out of America, but he can still work in Prague and do his job. And um, they have a flat, in the city and they also have a cabin out in the woods and so we would have a place to stay and once covid came it put a kibosh on our plans to go there for a little while but um once everything settles down that's going to be our next trip will be going to prague which will be nice because prague is a very old city um one of the nice things that happened is during world war ii it was saved from a lot of bombing so a lot of the natural structures are still there or not natural, but a lot of the original buildings, I should say, are still there and existing. Whereas a lot of other Europe was just war torn during uh, World War Two. So it got saved from a lot of the bombing. So there's a lot of uh, nice architecture still in Prague. Wow. And you said World War Two, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that so that's a good segue into something that I've kind of gone down a rabbit hole of, uh, uh, for better or for worse. But you need to educate yourself on all topics of humanity. I've like I've sort of gotten a little obsessed, like not insanely obsessed, but trying to understand more and more of of uh, Hitler and 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 figuring out more about him and 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 finding out some of the stuff that you find out about him is, is crazy. Like what, what the hell was it that blew me away when I, when I found out about it, it was well, just the fact that he had a wife, the fact that he had a wife is such yeah. a, I would think somebody like that 
literally like the embodiment of of to a lot of people and rightfully so pure evil has somebody that is like a significant other yeah you know and when i found that out i was like wow somebody so evil can still find somebody that accepts them yeah yeah it's crazy you mentioned him and i went to uh, a small little catholic school in my hometown that is now closed it was a private school um and i remember being allowed to we picked any historical figure we wanted and i did a historical report on hitler because i wanted to just talk about how bad and evil he was and i don't know if today a kid in school could do a report about him without it being mistaken that he might be a sympathizer or whatever, where I was just like talking the history about him. And now this was 30 plus years ago. Um, And my teachers allowed me to do it, but I don't know if a child in today's class in, in our society would be able to go and say, Hey, here's a historic figure list pick one i bet he wouldn't be on the list to choose to write a book report on why because you say like they would like they they would somehow paint him as sympathetic no 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 i think that um it would be just too taboo to even oh. have the children talk about him and gotcha. so it would be misstrewn that if a kid does want to talk about him that they would be like so what do you sympathize with him and he'd be ah. like, no, I just want to learn about him because I can't believe the atrocities and I can't believe that that many people followed him. And I that cult of personality is something that's intriguing. And so I want to know so we don't repeat it. Yeah. You know? Oh, no. Oh, and, well, uh, but, that, but that's like this cancel culture shit. You know, it's it's that's literally a synonym for cancel culture to like if that is true. I don't know, and I think you agree as well. I don't really know if that yeah. is the case, but it, but if that is the case, and it has to be the case in some schools, like they're just like, yeah, you can't talk about Hitler. And probably, I just feel that probably would be taboo for sure. Yeah, for sure. But like, what did I mean? Yeah, what he did was you know whatever. Like we all know what he did, and 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 we all know it's you know no nobody is naming their kid Hitler unless they hate them. And right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. but I grew up speaking of cancel culture. I grew up in that culture. I'm a Gen X. I'm a Gen Xer. And so I grew up where they tried to cancel everything when we were growing up, you know, from Tipper Gore trying to cancel our music and put warning labels on it to, I mean, they tried to cancel. Uh, now I'm talking now these are baby boomers, but they tried to cancel Elvis's moving of his hips. Uh, on TV, <laughs> they would have the TV shot so you couldn't see the oh. movement of his hips. And so I grew up with cancel culture anyway. So this is nothing to me. It doesn't bother me. Any of this stuff that anybody wants to take away or whatever. I, I, I don't know. It's I, there's a bigger picture that's going on to yeah. me than I'm not worried about little things that are being taken away. I think the bigger things need to be looked at instead of just the minuscule word you're trying to take away this on my culture and it's like well there might be a reason why have we talked or looked at the big picture of the reason why this particular item or book or anything might be looked at right now because we're in 2021 we're in a different era than we used to be you know but i think it's funny that 
they think that the generation X, my generation is going to save cancel culture and stop it where it's like, no, no, we don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> we don't want anything to do with you. So it's funny that you say it's been around forever, but it now it's just now known as cancel culture. Right. But like, yeah, but it has been around forever because it was, they tried to stop me playing Dungeons and Dragons, Eddie. They said it was the devil's game. You know what I mean? And Who's so they? This was in the seventies. They tried to stop. Who's they? All kinds of stuff like that. And when, when Tipper Gore put her little music parental guidance sticker on the album, you know what that did? It made us kids want to buy that album more. Yeah. We said, now we really want to hear it because this is something that we shouldn't listen. They say you shouldn't listen to it. So it backfired and album sales actually went through the roof once those parental guidance stickers went on the albums. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was Tipper Gore. Thank you. But who's they? When you say they tried to stop you, like, are you talking about your parents or? Tipper Gore, part of the government, part of Congress. uh, She was in front of Congress trying to stop music, certain lyrics, Twisted Sister and bands like that. So you had to have Dee Snyder, the lead singer of Twisted Sister, okay, speak in front of Congress and other bands, uh, Anthrax and other bands in the 80s had to go in front of Congress and say, hey, this is not this. This is freedom of speech. We have a freedom of, you know, NWA, all those bands, they tried to stop when I was growing up oh, yeah. and all it did was make them stronger. NWA. That, that's a phenomenal movie. Have you seen straight out of Compton? Oh yeah. I saw that when I was in rehab in California and it was awesome. I saw it right in Southern California. So it was a perfect place to see it. Yeah. It was awesome. And a uh, great movie. I grew up listening to them, went to college with them in my earphones, you know, I'm, I'm going to jump topic real quick because go, I go. see that you just, not to get off NWA, but I see that you just recently, for your first time, dove your hands into uh, Wayne's World. Yes. Yeah. 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 Compliments. I, you know, I, compliments of Haley, my co-host on Don't Dead. That's awesome that you got to see that. I remember seeing that first run in the movie theater right here in my hometown. Was a big fan of it and everything like that. And it's funny to see that they gained that notoriety back for their Super Bowl commercials and stuff. And he got people your age saying, hey, what's this movie about? I'm willing to check it out and watch it. And uh, yeah, it was, they were huge back in the day. Well, the only reason I avoided it was because of the stigma of uh, Mike Myers that that I kind of have. You know, I think he's, my my perception of him was, you know, his, his real kind of golden work was the Austin Powers trilogy. And then everything else after that, the cat in the hat, the the love guru are all kind of steps down. And so Wayne's world was this sort of, especially since it was so early on in his career, I just always mm-hmm. avoided it because it looked so goofy to me. And, yeah. and Haley was like, no, like it's one of my favorite movies. Just please let's watch this. And by the end of it, I was like, wow, that was actually really good. And something I love about it is the fact that it's like a passion project. So something like we live on a planet Eddie Green's 101. That would be like someone coming to us and being like, yo, we love what you do. Now let's put it out there. And then of course they play it for comedy and it's just yeah. it's so good. And Rob Lowe is amazing in that movie. Rob oh Lowe. my God, he's fantastic. See, and with me too, since I'm older, I just turned 51 March 16th. So I grew up watching these guys become somebody. 
I, I watched Saturday Night Live ever since I was a child. I watched Eddie Murphy when he was be on Saturday Night Live becoming Eddie Murphy, becoming a star. And so I watched um, Will Ferrell. I watched all these people, Chris uh, Farley, Dave, David Spade. I watched all these people when they were just like introducing David Spade. Introduce, and you're like, who's this guy tonight? And you're like, who's the new cast member this year? And so I watched all these people. And so when I watched Mike Myers, I still see that Saturday Night Live character of him growing in like those Cat in the Hat movies and stuff. I never saw those movies. I just never saw them because um, my children were older. And I just was like, as soon as I looked at it, I was like, no, nah, it just doesn't even look like anything that rocks my boat. But the Austin Power movies I loved, I fell in love with, but I still see that rising star on saturday night live because i watched so many people on that show to where i could watch and say that person i i bet's gonna be a star and they they would end up being a star and eddie murphy was one of those characters to where i remember watching him as a kid knowing he was gonna be major and he's probably the biggest to come out of saturday night live besides belushi yeah yeah who died too soon Way too soon. Yeah, it's what's even more interesting than the ones that do become stars are the ones that don't. Those are the ones that I kind of like to focus. It's like, why did you not become bigger? Like, why, you know, and like a perfect example for modern audiences is like, I mean, you could argue, I don't know, but like Colin Jost, right? Yeah. You know, just like despite being married to Scarlett Johansson, which still blows my mind. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're so lucky. It's uh, uh it's he really hasn't taken off in the way that I think I would like him to take off or even his right. co-host, Michael Che, you know? Yeah. 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 A lot of that has to do with though, is the actual from studying Senate live and reading about them and, and watching it for so many years and stuff and, and hearing interviews from different actors to become somebody really big on Saturday night live. First of all, those two, Michael Che and Colin Jost, like you just said, those two, to be a newsreader, you're actually ahead of the other players in the sense that your name is said nightly or on a, every Saturday. It's not just at the beginning of the show when they're introducing the players. It's like, hey, it's Weekend Update with Colin Jost and Michael che And when they start any other uh little series it's not like starring yeah vanessa vineyard starring so-and-so starring so-and-so so those guys get the advantage of saying their name and i know that from hearing dennis miller and other people saying hey i was able to say my name on saying that live and that helped me but what i was going to say is a lot of those people that create those sketches they have those players have to create those sketches to become something. And so Colin Jost, his he must be interested in just the political aspect of writing. And he's also a co-writer of the show, if I'm not mistaken. So he helps write part of the show as well. So people like Will Ferrell that blew up and was in all these funny skits that you would see and just laugh your ass off. He created those skits and then would pitch them and pitch them all week. Here's my skit. Let me do this. Let me do this one. Let me do this. And so if you're hustling all the time, like a Mike Myers or a Dana Carby and 
got all these ideas like a Chris Farley, you're pushing it in and then your sketches are the ones that are making it on the air. And so I feel like the reason why he hasn't really blown up is because it's by choice of him saying, I don't want to do sketch comedy. I want to do this type of comedy, you know, because some of the, some Santa live players are just not, I can't picture Michael Shea in a sketch comedy. Yeah. It is weird when he does show up because from time to time he'll, he'll do a sketch and it's just like, yeah, this is a little weird, but he's doing it as Michael. Yeah. 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 You're probably right. (laughs) Almost, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, my favorite underrated because she really hasn't blown up either. But she's like maybe her star is rising is Melissa Villasenor, and yeah, she's yeah. uh, she, but she's so talented. She like she does all Very the, the voices. She she has an album of music that is on yes. Spotify, and uh, this time last year is one of the songs. Uh, uh is so good. She has a podcast called uh, T- uh Laughing with Myself. And uh, she's really good. And she actually, I think, started on America's Got Talent. She did. You're absolutely correct. She did. Yeah. And that was a weird connection because then I went back and I remembered watching that season and I was like, oh, wow, that's now she's on SNL, but she started on America. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Good for her. And I could see her in like uh one of those where you get a, a bunch of the characters that are good, like in a bridesmaids movie or one of those yeah. where she could be in a movie like that and hold her own. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. She's good. She's good. Yeah. You know, I actually auditioned for America's Got Talent at one point. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you telling me, was it magic? It was magic. Yeah. 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 But it was, I it- love coin magic and I have a couple cool coin magic tricks that i do but card magic i think is what your forte is correct literally i'm holding a deck of cards <laughs> yeah it makes you feel comfortable yeah it, it's just it, it gives me something to do with my hands like i'm below below frame i'm just kind of dribbling the cards <laughs> and yeah keeping my hands busy but um i it, it's funny like those things are not the way they're shown on tv like on tv you think the audition in front of howie mandel and everybody is like the first time that's probably the third or fourth time they've auditioned at that point yeah like when i auditioned when i auditioned it was in a giant hotel conference room with a big fat x on the ground a little table and one quote-unquote producer with a cameraman and that's what that was and they were like all right introduce yourself uh, and do your act and did my act felt very good about it and i never heard from them again and i think uh, and i think it was because the previous year was the first time a magician had won it was matt franco okay and uh i'm i'm pretty sure he was the first one and i think they just had a real kind of they were like all right so now we kind of want to stray away from too many magicians you know yeah well that one year the um uh what's his name shin lim yeah, Shin he Lin. won. Yep, yep. So I think only yeah, two magicians was, so far have good. won. I saw David Copperfield live in Syracuse, New York, a long time ago at the Landmark Theater, and it was the first time he flew, and he flew around the the stadium or around the the theater. Wow. Yeah, I was. I was. It was probably thirty years ago. Wow, Copperfield. But he's still going, you know. Yeah, he's still going. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah, still he going. W- that was quite a show. That was he was in his prime thirty years ago when I saw him. You know, um, did you ever see that thing that happened to his name is Wayne Houchin? 
he was a uh, he's a magician. He's but he's mostly a creator. So like your your Chris Angels, your David Blaine's, they they usually have consultants and stuff. Yeah. That yeah yeah that creates stuff for them, and they just kind of they just kind of do it, and they get the credit. But there's this whole team behind them, and Wayne Houchin is one of those guys. He was on he was on a he was on a I think it was a in Mexico. I think he was doing a television show or something, and the host took i forget what it's called it's like a flammable uh liquid and wayne houchin had no clue what was going on he took this flammable liquid it's on it's on camera and he just dumps it on his head and his head catches on fire his hair like the top of his head catches on fire and for a second there he just kind of stands because like what the hell just happened and then you see him start freaking out you see like his team run up and like try to extinguish him. He like he had like second and third degree burns. And apparently the I don't know whatever happened to the host of that show, but apparently he got arrested and charged. And it was like it's just the weirdest thing. So anytime I talk about magic and specifically Copperfield, because he made a statement about it, he was like, you know, some people just don't know how to like take magic. Like they just don't know yeah. how to interpret it. And so apparently this was some sort of religious thing. That like the host did to like cleanse him or something because he maybe thought Wayne was like the devil or something. I don't know. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, it's weird how it, it didn't Houdini die in some weird way where he got gut punched. Somebody punched him in the gut. Yeah, and then yeah. a couple, you know, he ended up uh, days later succumbing to this injury when he was doing a trick. I believe that's I believe that's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because somebody was like, "Oh, you can." I guess you can take a because he could take a punch from anybody. Yeah, with he was ready, and so somebody said to him, "Oh, I guess you can take a punch. You could take a punch." And this person punched him when he wasn't ready, and it really did some injuries to him. And he tried to brush it off, and then ended up doing a show and dying from that so-called punch. If memory serves that's crazy yeah yeah, yeah it's, it, it's it's definitely crazy i'm trying to look this up because i want you to see this and, and and give me your thoughts on this um because i'm pretty sure i can share my screen with you so okay give, give me one second here okay yeah here it is so i'm going to share screen i'm going to click youtube let me know if you can see this can you see this uh it's getting ready to pull up i can see it okay this is let's see let's do let's do this one all right, let an ad play. They got to get their money. Thank you, Wawa. <laughs> All right, here we go. I've never even heard of it. Oh, Wawa. Yeah, it's like a thing. I think maybe down in like down south. All right, uh, here we go. This is crazy. That shocking story played out on television in front of millions of viewers. It's a little bit tough to see this video. A television host setting a magician's head on fire. The magician is all right. He is now in the hospital recovering and lashing out at that show's host who may soon be arrested. ABC's Lindsay Davis has the story. In this death-defying scene, flames shoot from the head of magician Wayne Houchin, a moment he says was no magic trick. Millions of TV viewers watched as this unscripted prank by a TV host backfired in a horrific way. His face is burnt. 
Now that host is expected to face charges, a warrant issued for his arrest. It all started Saturday when Houchin was a guest on the popular show in the Dominican Republic, Approach the Stars. He says the host, Franklin Barazarte, unexpectedly poured a flaming cologne on his head. On Facebook, Houchin wrote, this was not a stunt or part of an act. This was a criminal attack. Houchin wow. has rushed to the hospital with first and second degree burns on his face and hands. He has since tweeted, resting, healing, and working through the legal process in the DR. And the outrage here and outpouring of support has been incredible. Yeah, it's, oh, oh, oh. And then here's, here's Copperfield. You never know what to expect. You, know, you try to present yourself as a performer that is uh, creating wonder and amazement. And occasionally somebody might misunderstand that. How should so see, that's why when you were talking about Copperfield, that's, that's what got me thinking about this guy. Yeah. Tell me that ain't crazy. Mm. Yeah. It's... That's cool. You could just do that. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm telling you, man, you're going to love doing this. Like from now on, when you have guests, you're going to be like, go on Discord or go on StreamYard. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can just pull shit up. Yeah, you can just pull shit up. Yeah, I'm glad. It made, that was neat. I don't know how you pulled it up, but at the very, I wouldn't be at... able to do that no, at, what's that? At the very bottom of your screen, it should say, uh, like, see where it says screen? You just hit, you just hover over that. It says share your screen. Do you see that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So maybe you could even share something right now. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. All I see words. I can pop over my screen and then it says full screen, pop out my voice. I can, down at the bottom, I can chat. I yeah, can, yeah, yeah. Like, I if get if this was live or something, I'm sure like uh, we could have like a live chat going or something, but I don't, I don't fuck around with that shit. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. It's, it's, I can't imagine something like that happening. And I, and I'm a big fan of Wayne Houch and he's uh, I've done some of his stuff and uh, good, like really good guy. And um, just a shame that that happened. That's, that's a few years ago. So I think now he's recovered and he's moved on, but uh, definitely, unpredictable world can you, like I, I i just can't imagine doing that to somebody just taking a flaming cologne dumping it on their head and thinking that you're doing something good i know that was terrifying yeah. poor guy yeah but i have this really weird uh like i go down rabbit holes of, uh, like shit like that like i'll just look up uh like i have a favorite channel on youtube called police activity it's it's uncensored unedited police cam body footage Oh, okay. Of interactions that happen daily. And a lot of it is depressing because it's like you can't watch too much of that shit. Otherwise, you'll just, you know, start feeling really depressed. But it's crazy. Yeah. It would be tough to be a police officer because you got to think about it. Your job, anytime you show up, either something bad has happened to that person or they've done something bad. So there's never a good mood, a good situation. It's never a good thing. It's never usually when oh i'm so glad you're here it's like yeah, yeah either you're here because i've done something wrong or something bad has happened you know it's rare yeah. that it's something good happens so that would be a very depressing job as a police officer and thankless job and especially in today's environment where it's so fucking divided of everything that is divided you know where it just would be a very very difficult job yeah today. There were, yeah there was this really weird one where it's like a 30 minute video, but like this dude had apparently passed out on a bus or something. So they called the cops, they pulled the bus over 
they took him off the bus. He like he just kept kind of like fidgeting around and everything. But it was like a it, it was a very calm interaction. Um, and uh, he's like, yeah, you know, like I haven't taken my meds, so like I I just need to get back to my meds. Like and 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 the cops are like, no, sir, you need to go to the hospital. Like you, we're not letting you leave here unless you go to the hospital. And he just keeps going on and on and on. And then like halfway through the video, one of the cops that's talking to him, he's like, sir, do you have any weapons on you by like by any chance? And he's like, no, 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 of course not. He's like, uh, I see a bulge behind you. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, that's like, and, and he keeps denying it. And they're like, sir, we see a bulge. And it just escalates. And it's so weird because it's so calm. Like, I'm so used to it just being instantaneously, everybody's like losing their shit. This was the weirdest one because he's so calm and it's such a, like, they're trying to help him. They have ambulance workers and everything. They're like, we're they're yeah. trying to help him. And then out of nowhere, he just pulls the gun and starts shooting. Wow. He just like starts shooting. And the saddest wow. part, the saddest part, all the cops live. The one person that he kills is an ambulance worker. Oh. He, sh he shoots an ambulance worker and they die. Oh, man. And it's just like, what is wrong with people? What it's like you like, and this is why you can't watch too much of this shit because it, it, it just makes you start losing faith, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We watch a lot of, uh, my wife loves ID investigative investigative discovery yeah, channel. Yeah. And that after watching that a lot, I mean, cause it's all death and murder and cop shows and stuff. And after watching that for a little while, you know, it's like fear thy neighbor evil lives here and all these shows that you're just like, Oh man, after a while I got to turn it because it's just, it's too much. It's like, I don't it know. <laughs> I, it's like, I don't know. Like I, I give, um, I give, I give major props to people that can do that and then just go home and, and sleep. And yeah. it doesn't affect them at all. It's like, Jesus, you are you are next level. This is why you're here. But it right. like talking about this and 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 I'm sure you've seen it. But this is uh, this is such a uh, a beautiful thing uh, that I want to share with you. And because because yeah. we love SNL. So uh, yeah. I'm a, just a fan, my fan of for life. Yeah, I started watching them and. 70 something this is one of my favorite ones right here this is so good next update a keith morrison special investigation real life crimes and stories of real people in bad situations elroy valentine was an ordinary man who went out one day to catch a bass but instead he caught a case of murder it's the mystery of the chopped up guy. I was walking along the lake one morning and I saw something floating on the surface. Ah. Was it Wilson the volleyball? No, it, it was an arm. Ah. Did he slap you five? No, it, it was a dead arm from a dead body. Oh, that's terrible. You seem kind of psyched. No, I'm bummed. <laughs> but I wasn't bummed. I was stoked. Police suspected a local drifter named Diego Pops. Que pasa, Diego? Tell me, what happened? What can I say? I like to kill. Kill like a comedian at the Apollo? <laughs> no, like murder. Ah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I waited for Elroy, and when I saw him, I took a machete. Oh, you gotta. <laughs> and I hacked him to death, and I'm the one who did it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Diego confessed, but let's ignore that. Because this is an hour show, so we've got to stretch this out. <laughs> because it's Dateline, there's only one photo to use. There it is again, floating downward. Next, downward. we talk to floating the coroner. Downward. I did the autopsy. Ooh. Describe stuff. Well, the victim had been bludgeoned and dismembered. Uh-huh. <laughs> Normally, in murders this severe, we suspect a crime of passion. Ga, ga, ooh, rah, rah. <laughs> Can I see the body? No. Wow, baby, sad. <laughs> but why would someone want to kill Elroy Valentine? Diego said he was having an affair with Elroy's beautiful wife, Marfa. But I met Marfa, and beautiful should have sarcastic quotes around. <laughs> Martha, you're an unattractive woman. Why would a man kill for you? I told Diego if he was a real man, he would get an ax. Uh-huh. <laughs> and chop up my husband. Oh, no. And then I would let him stick his dong right up in my dump hole. <laughs> I must paint you. <laughs> but some questions still remain. Like, how many more times can we use that photo? <laughs> Maybe we'll put him on a roller coaster. <laughs> Maybe we'll send him to Paris. Or maybe we'll make him friends with Big George Foreman. Yeah. All right, Diego, how'd you kill him? I knocked him to the ground, but then he grabbed my ankle. Did you say, Lego, my Lego? <laughs> no. Anyway, I dropped my machete, so I sawed his arms with my own keys. Well, that's nuts. <laughs> Tell me, did killing him get your rocks off? No. You know, I'm not weird like that. Not even a little. Ah, what the heck, it got me off a little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's our show. For Dateline, I'm Keith Morrison. And when I was four years old, I saw a birthday clown drown in a pool. Where he just... Logan. Good night. <laughs> oh my God. That's I so think good. what that that's hilarious. There's so many skits that are good. One of the ones that I think is hilarious is well, there's I've got so many. I was gonna say, I give me one of them. Favorite. Give me one of them. But one of the best is uh Colonel Angus. Colonel Angus. And that was that was written by um, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. All right, let's see. And here. that is right hilarious. Here? Yeah, it's the top one. All right, let's watch this. I haven't seen this. Oh my god! All right, let's let this ad play. I don't know what this is for, but you have to. I mean, it's a play on words, which is hilarious. Okay. All right. 
Uh, I love finding new SNL skits. Skits. Yeah, this, skits. this was written by two women, so hilarious. When's he gonna get here, Mama? Any time now, child. Be patient. Is he very handsome? Oh, he's been away at war so long, I don't rightly remember. Mama, look! There's a carriage on the horizon. Oh, oh where, dear child? There, fluttering down the road, darting in and out of the cotton. Oh, oh, oh. Why, that must be the Colonel, Colonel Angus. Could it really be, Mama? Could it really be Colonel Angus? <laughs> <laughs> talking about Colonel Angus. <laughs> yes, Daddy. I can't wait to meet him. Well, watch out, Melinda. Once a woman is introduced to Colonel Angus, she'll settle for nothing less. <laughs> Daddy, they say all the women folk love Colonel Angus. Hmm. I don't know why people make such a big fuss over Colonel Angus. I myself never much cared for Colonel Angus. <laughs> he rubs me the wrong way. He rubs me the wrong way. Not sure why. Uh, Colonel Angus is an acquired taste. <laughs> Bedelia! Yes, sir? Break out some fresh linens, Bedelia. We're going to have Colonel Angus here tonight. Colonel uh, Angus? I don't know nothing about no Colonel Angus. Well, get ready, Bedelia. If I remember correctly, Colonel Angus can be very messy. <laughs> As I live and breathe, Colonel Angus. Oh, Colonel Angus, you old carpet Christopher Walken. <laughs> yeah, you old carpet bagger. I fear my visit is an inconvenience. Oh, He's one of my favorites. Yeah. We're always happy to see your shining face. Colonel Angus, what brings you to these parts? I'm headed down south. Of course. <laughs> uh, how far south are you headed, Colonel Angus? Ain't really sure. I prefer the really deep sure. south. I like the heat, the humidity. Oh, sir, I do not. <laughs> and who is this little rosebud? This is our daughter, Melinda. Colonel Angus, the pleasure is all mine. Oh. I've heard so much about you. Well, my dear. Don't believe everything you hear about old Colonel Angus. Colonel Angus might be rough. Colonel Angus might not smell like a bed of roses, but, but deep down, Colonel Angus is very sweet. Well, we hope you'll spend the night with us. Well, thank you, Miss Annabelle. And if I overstay my welcome, just tap me on the head. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is good. I always dreamt of the day Colonel Angus would rest his head at Shady Thicket. I always beg my daddy, tell me stories about you and Colonel Angus, but he never will. Well, that's because all of my experiences with Colonel Angus end in embarrassment. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Colonel Angus, I hear rumors. The incident at Big Beaver. Yes, <laughs> true. I'm afraid ten men were lost. And I suffered a great injury to my jaw. Is it true you've been stripped of your rank? Yes, it is. 
There'll be no more cunnilingus, ladies. Call me by my given name. Oh, Eno. I so love the sound of cunnilingus, but I guess I could give analingus a try. Uh. <laughs> you there, boy. Ride into town and tell the postmaster that exactly. if anyone is looking for analingus, to come knocking at the rear entrance of Shady Thicket. Ew. <laughs> if you'll excuse me, I'd like to freshen up. Of course. We'll call you when it's time to eat, Anal. <laughs> but you, your legs are quite a spread. Well, I think Cunnilingus is delightful. Mm. You won't after 45 minutes. No. You can only take so much Cunnilingus. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, man. Christopher Walken, one of the best. Oh. I uh, love him in uh, Fat Boy Slim video. Oh, yeah, yeah, where he's, like, flying. He, like, just jumps off the yeah. balcony and he starts flying. Yeah, dance. You know what movie he is fantastic in? What? Prophecy. Prophecy. The Prophecy. Never seen it. He plays uh, He plays an angel. The angel, uh, Gabriel. And okay. he is creepy as fuck in that. And these angels perch on chairs. Uh. And so instead of sitting... They perch on the the top of a chair anywhere that they're going to sit. They perch, and it's very creepy. And they made three of them, and the other ones are no good. But the first one okay. with him is really good. It's creepy, and uh, yeah, it's something you should check out. The prophecy with Chris. If you're if you like Christopher Walken, oh, Christopher Walken's so good. I mean, he's done like one like one of my favorites is Click click with adam sandler oh yeah i didn't see that <gasps> oh man i didn't see that there's a lot of movies that i i've seen a lot of old school movies <sighs> but a lot of like my daughter my oldest daughter's always like dad have you seen this yet have you seen and i'm like no she's like it's on netflix it's on that and i i a lot of times i'll have tv on in the background of stuff that i don't have to pay attention to but if i put a movie on i feel like i have to like now I have to, um, uh, what's the word? I commit. Now I'm committed. Gotcha. Yeah. Where, you know, I'm committed to paying attention because if I watch something, I got to be committed. Like in a movie or something, I can't come in late. I don't want to watch a movie if five minutes have already started. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to, I hate that, you know. So I'll end up watching nonsense when we have, we have Netflix, we have Disney Plus, we have yada 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 and half the time i don't use it yeah i feel you when you go to a movie theater what's your go-to like thing that you'll that you'll bring like sneak in because let's be um, real let's be real we all sneak shit in yeah yeah <laughs> just candy yeah just any kind we don't sour patch kids usually what's that sour patch kids i like sour patch kids there's not one candy that i can think of that i don't like i'm not a picky guy period when there's anything i can think of that i would like and eat the only thing that i don't like is liver and onions i like onions <laughs> but liver liver i won't eat yeah well, um, good luck sneaking that in i mean that'd be weird yeah no but um <laughs> stuff just the regular regular sneaking stuff our movie theater's small here my town only has about eighteen thousand. oh wow yeah 
huh. and it's an old school theater. It just opened back up. It was closed for a year, uh, a year of renovation. And so it's just been re-renovated and uh, it opened up Friday. <clears throat> and it's really nice and old, like an old school theater. Yeah, yeah. You know what's weird is when when you come across towns that it'll say like the population is a thousand or two thousand. It's like, yeah. ugh. Yeah, like that's just, there's a couple there's towns around me that have that. I don't trust that. Like I ugh. <laughs> like I'm not. I am not getting gas. I'm not pulling over. I'm not stopping at the diner. A thousand, two thousand people. Why? Like why do you only have that many people here? <laughs> there's a town just not even not even thirty five minutes from me that's like that yeah well i mean that's the setting of every horror movie you know like the texas chainsaw <laughs> massacre and shit like that's that's the that's that's the shit you see like the population's like a hundred <laughs> uh i'm gonna pull it up right now oh he's pulling oh god what's it called Fairhaven. Fairhaven. population of Fairhaven, new york what do we got 806. No. Yes. 806 people. Yes. And it is literally from me. I can get there in 30 minutes. Now, Patrick, you're not alarmed or anything. You're not like, this is like a, no, like a serial grew, killer. This is town. Where I, I, I grew up like this, that the city that I live in, Eddie is big to me because I grew up in a town that only has, let's see in the town I grew up in. Yes, but let me be fair here, and and I say this with all due respect. You're 51, right? Yeah. So you grew up, and it, population of New Haven, New York. It I'm make, listening. No, no, no. I I just didn't want to interrupt your Siri thing. It 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 <laughs> it makes sense growing up in the time you grew up. That okay? Yeah. That 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 works for me. In 2021, when a town has 806 people, I'm mind blown. It's awesome. It's a beautiful little town. It's gorgeous. It's pretty town. It's nice. It's quaint. It's got a nice little gazebo in it and stuff. And they do um, on Sundays stuff in their park with the people. Whew. The town I grew up in right now, 2,800 people. Jeez, man. The town I grew up in. So like I said, the city I live in is big. The city that's nearest to me is Syracuse. Most people have heard of Syracuse, New York. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's about 45 minutes south of me. Have you heard of but, um, Have you heard of Yonkers? Yeah, Yonkers is near New York City. Yeah, yeah, cuz uh my first serious relationship was with a girl who uh her whole family came from Yonkers. Yeah, that's a rock throw from the city. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool you know yeah. about that cuz like that always sounded like it, it's always stuck in my head Yonkers. What a what a bizarre name. I live in Yonkers. Yeah, that's Yonkers. It's way down state. Well, the town I live in is strange. Oswego. Yeah, that's yeah. Yonkers, Oswego. That sounds like joke shops. There's a lot of Iroquois names. It's an Iroquois name and it means the pouring out place. And we're we live on the Oswego River. And this was all Native Americans, the Iroquois. And so, like, there's Oswego where I live, there's Owego, <laughs> there's Otsego, there is um oneida there's scanahajeri there's just some really strange names um here in new york like i said new york is a large state it's i think the fifth largest state of the 50 states wow 
there's over 8 million people that live in New York City alone. Yeah, that's the craziest part that in New York. Is it 8 million or 18 million? Oh, here he goes. Something crazy. Siri. Yeah, crazy. Siri, right? What's that? It looked like you were going to pull up Siri again. Oh, I, sh- I know I should. <laughs> you're my fact. <laughs> you're the fact checker. <laughs> okay. You know what? I would love. To, that's what you're lucky. You have a co-host. I don't have a co-host. Me and my wife, she did three three shows with me and it was a lot of fun. But I decided to go back to a one man show. But it would be fun to able to bounce off things with somebody and do that would be awesome. I agree. I agree. Population of New York City. 25 million. 8,336,817. Oh, so I was, I knew I was close oh, to 8 million. Oh, man. That's a lot. That pains me. Yeah, it, it's like, I, I don't know what the happy, me- like, I, I guess the happy medium is like, I don't know, 20,000. But like, Going from eight hundred and six to eight million, and both of yeah. them, both of them are encompassed by New York. Is is that's that's this, radical. This town, that town that I'm talking about with only eight hundred and six, my wife and I wouldn't mind living there. Yeah, it's not. I mean, that's how nice the town is. It's cute to was, where you drive through. It's cute, cute and quaint, and you're like, "Ooh, I could live here. This is nice. It's a cute little quaint town. There's a gas station." at least and in in the gas station they have a little supermarket so you if you need bread milk or eggs but all your big staples you're going to have to drive to a swigo to go get your big groceries and stuff but yeah yeah it's a cute little town all jokes aside i mean like my serial killer comments and shit <laughs> ultimately that's probably somewhere where i would want to live too it's like very quiet and just like you're you you're, you're to yourself and everything and and there's there's a real beauty in that uh very much yeah. it reminds me of what's eating gilbert grape that movie with johnny yeah. depp that's a mm-hmm. phenomenal movie and and uh small town life you know is yeah. uh there's a real appeal to it you know it's there is my graduating class, Eddie, was only there was only thirty three of us that graduated my senior year. Thirty three. Thirty three kids. 33. My whole school was seventh through twelfth grade, and there was one hundred and seventy six kids in the whole school, and that was seventh and twelfth combined. One hundred and seventy six of us. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. So when I say a small private little school, it was small. And you don't hear that anymore. And it's just a shame No, because it's just <clears throat> as the years go on, you know, Jesus, it was, it was neat though, because going to a small school like that, you really got to know the seven, when you were a senior, the seventh graders, you didn't pick on or anything you knew because they were your buddies, little brothers or sisters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause it was yeah, such yeah. a small school that families would go and stuff. So you would get to know him. So here it is 30 plus years later, I can bump into the street in my hometown as somebody that went to school with me. And if they were in eighth grade and I was a senior, I still remember them and they remember me and we talk. Whereas in a big school in a big town, you're like, I don't know who that person is. It's like, shit, I know who that is. Yeah. I still know you. <clears throat> so yeah, I, lo- I like that small town. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely appealing. And I don't know, by the time I, I don't know, by the time I reach, we'll just, we'll use 51. By the time I reach 51, I don't know if that's even going to be a thing that exists anymore. You know, it's like, (laughs) yeah, right. It's like, give me, give me, give me the lowest population 
that's available right now for me to live. And then they, they, they type it in on their, whatever it's going to be in the future, you know, cause it's not going to be a phone anymore. It's going to be something like they'll, it'll shoot out of their eye or something like, like a screen will pop up right. or something. Yeah. And, then, and then they'll search for what the populations are. And the smallest population is going to be 2 million. And it's like, yeah. Ooh, uh, <laughs> I really feel like places where my mom lives in Scottsdale, Arizona, in another 25 years are going to be inhabitable. Really? Why? Because I really be- I believe in global climate change. And I think that um, in 25 to 30 years, it's just going to be too hot. Even with AC and all that, I think that you're going to start seeing people move towards the East Coast more to where the climates are a little bit more tolerable. Because even this season, Eddie, where I I grew up here, born and raised in this area, and this was a very mild winter. February hit us hard, but other than that, I was barely out shoveling any snow or anything like that. And uh, that's been a trend in the past couple of years to where our climate is warming that I've noticed. And I really feel like in another 30 years, those places, people aren't going to be able to live because they're just going to be too hot. Yeah. But then how weird is it that Texas gets hit with? Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. But I believe in global, I believe in climate change. And so that's weather. You know yeah. what I mean? What happened there and weather is something that cycles and stuff like that. But the the climate change is something to me, I believe is real. I don't think that it's made up by some nefarious reason or made up by China or made up by whatever. I, I, I've seen the changes in my life in my 51 years. I've seen how the ice flows have changed in the polar ice caps and how much snow is melting and ice is melting that never have and glaciers yeah. that are gone that'll never come back and stuff. So, but, but yeah, I've seen quite but, a bit, but you don't think there's any correlation between uh, what, like what happened with, with, with Texas to global warming? Like there's nothing like that. Like for you, there's no core. Like I have no clue. I'm just, I don't think so. I think that is weather, weather, we have storms and storms can be weird. It could be on a grand scheme of things because of global climate yeah, or yeah. because of climate change. But I don't know since I'm not a, exactly. A, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not an expert on it or anything like that, but in my perception of what I've seen in my 51 years, I believe in it. I've seen the changes. I've known the difference of throughout the seasons of what has changed and just the polar ice caps alone with the ice melts and stuff. You know, polar bears are losing places to eat. Yeah, well, I mean, you know? it's just, you know, when it's like a, I mean, I, yeah, I, I definitely fall in line with what, you know, with what you believe. Because, I mean, when you, when you turn your car on, right, and, and, um, it's really cold outside and you're driving and you stop at a stoplight and the car in front of you and you see, the back of the car and you, and now you mm-hmm. can actually see what is coming out of the car because it's so cold. You see what right. you see, what's being emitted. I mean, how could that not, you know, right. How could that right. not? Exactly. Yeah. And exactly. That's just one factor. There's a million other factors, but I mean, that's the most, I mean, I think that's the most obvious one is cars and how many yeah. cars there are in this world. You know, what's a worse factor though than cars. What? Cows. Cows are worse than cars. Cows. 
Yeah, the cow farts. No. Cow farts. You're fucking with me. No, I'm not fucking with you. I am not fucking with you. Cows. What the hell are you talking because, about? <laughs> because they admit so much from their from their Google. ass. What's worse? What's worse? Cars or cows? Yeah, let's all right, hold on. Let's hold on. We got a this is too this is too much. I did a podcast I did a podcast one time about cow farts. Hold on. And how um uh hold on. Cow farts are more detrimental than it's worse. Gas of emissions of a car. <laughs> okay, but we will get to that. It's just funny because yeah. I've I I I've only typed into Google what's worse, right? And I loved some like sometimes I love doing this because it's it's funny to see <laughs> it's funny to see what Google will recommend to you. So yeah. Uh, what's worse, smoking or drinking? What's worse, smoking or vaping? What's worse than a rapist? What's worse, beer or soda? What's worse than a rapist, a child? What's worse, a watch or a warning? What's worse than a child? What's worse, prison or jail? <laughs> what's worse, <laughs> co- coffee or soda? I love it. I, I, yeah. I, I fucking love Google. All right, here we go. Uh, what's it's worse, crazy. cow farts? Oh, okay. So what's worse, cows or cars? Here we go. And let me share it so you can see what I'm seeing. Share, go Chrome, and boom, you can see it. <sighs> Which is actually worse, cows or cars? Livestock emissions make up anywhere between 14.5 and 18% of total global greenhouse gas emissions. Yes, driving cars is no good, but meat production is unexpectedly worse for the environment. And this is from July 13th, 2016, ecowatch.com. Yeah, yeah. So I love eating meat. I really do love eating meat. But the best way for our environment is everybody if they did not eat meat. Wow. I love meat. I got to eat my beef, Eddie. I got to eat meat. Oh, no. I feel you. I feel you. Like those those fucking impossible things. Uh, Yeah. Impossible Whoppers. Yeah. Yeah. They're impossible to eat. That's amazing. I'm really blown away by this. Like you've blown me away. Yeah. I I wouldn't be asked you. Wow. No, it's it, crazy. I did. A, like I said, I did a podcast before uh, about it. I can't remember what episode because I have almost 500 podcasts. Yeah, which is really fucking awesome. Yeah. So the best that's one of the things that uh, people who are vegan or vegetarian will say to you and say, you know what? Yeah. Not only are you killing an animal and eating an innocent animal, you're doing worse because of one burger is worse than running your lawnmower all day long. Wow. You know, and running a lawnmower is really bad. Where's but that? Just uh, because of the meat production. Where's that? The uh, cow farts. <laughs> where's that? Uh, what's a? Uh, the more you know. What is that? CBS or something? Yeah, was it CBS or NBC or, or PBS? ABC? The more you know. PBS, so, so, something like that. Yeah, yeah. The more you know. Yeah, the more you know. Seriously, yeah. that's amazing. I, and yeah. I love learning shit like that because I never would have thought cows are worse than cars. Yeah. Fuck. Well, and I love both of them. I love cars and I love cows. So really, the the ultimate solution is just fucking kill cows. Don't kill them or kill them. Kill them. Kill them. Just kill well, them. Yeah, but but the thing is that don't that's eat them. The part of the meat production. No, 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 no. Don't eat them. Just just kill them. Oh, just kill them. Yeah, so that yeah. they so that they stop farting. Right. Well, you got to, at least if you're going to kill them, you got to eat them and then just don't make more. But you're telling me that them farting is the problem because it sounds like us killing it's them. Both. It's both. It's the meat production, but also <laughs> the, the gases, they, the, the carbon dioxide they give off from farting. 
the parts. <laughs> now, Dude, they go into the to the ozone. You, you cannot convince me that there's more cows than there are humans, and humans fart as well. Right. So there are more, but you, the cows are different. Their digestive is different than a human. They have like four chambered stomachs. And so their farts are way more different than a human fart. Man, I seriously hope people have gotten this far because this is fucking entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Wow, that's that's great. Yes, just fucking kill cows. And I'm a big, uh, I don't like, I, I've tried to stop doing dairy. Uh, oat milk. I love oat milk. Okay. Oat milk is so good. I've never had oat milk, but I've had a lot of almond milk. And as long as it's flavored, like vanilla flavored or whatever, I like it. But if it's just straight up almond milk, I, well, uh, I'll yeah. drink that too. I'm not picky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, liver. but uh, Starbucks, like, like if you go to Starbucks and uh, yeah. they just, they just rolled out oat milk. And uh, I'm a big coffee guy, so I'll get a, a a a venti iced latte with vanilla and oat milk, and I feel so good. <laughs> nice, that sounds good. Yeah. So, wow, that's amazing. But speaking of your podcast, because like you said, you're almost at 500 episodes, and the fact that you are a one man show blows me away. Yeah. The fact that you can do that many episodes and be a one man show. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I start running out of wondering what to say. That's the problem because I am by myself and I feel like I've been doing it since October of 2017. So I'm coming up on quite a few years of doing this by myself. And I try, like I said, I tried to add a co-host and the, the chemistry was there. I got good feedback from some of my listeners and stuff, but it's always been a personal journal anyways. And so to have a co-host in it felt weird. So my wife and I decided we would make our own podcast, but we only made two two episodes and we didn't do any more. Yeah. And we just kind of got gun shy and podcasting I like, it's not for her as much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I can't force her into my love or my passion. Yeah. Of it, but Yeah, it's funny. I've done it too, but you've you added to the uh endless amounts of two episode podcasts that are out there that you can search for and and it's so funny to do that like you come across a podcast and you're like oh okay this looks and then like five episodes and it's like yeah what happened it's like why did you stop <laughs> yeah i know i ran into a problem not that long ago with anchor they had a problem with my podcast where it wasn't showing up on the anchor app and if people searched me it said huh looks like this pod podcast no longer exists and so I was flipping out for about a month. It took them 40 emails and about a month and a half for them to finally fix my, my issue. Yeah. And I, it, it affected my listenership because some of the people would go and look and say, all of a sudden they're like, he quit. Yeah. Huh. This podcast is gone. It no longer exists. And it's like, no, I'm still here, but. I have a website and everything. So the people that subscribe to my website knew they were able to stay in the loop. So those listeners were able to stay and everything like that. But that was a big hiccup on anchors end. yeah, I was, I was quite pissed off for a while, but it was out of my control. There was nothing I could do. Yeah. And I mean, ultimately you could, cause you know, that's, that's our mutual thing is the fact that, you know, uh, anchor is our, is our bond. I mean, really, I'm like, that's really yeah. kind of what brought us both together. Um, is the fact that it is free, you know, it's like, eh, well, you really can't really complain. You know, like that, that would right. be, that would be their last thing that they would say to you. Well, it's like, you know, 
this shit's free. So, I mean, what do you want yeah. us to do? <laughs> but yeah. I, and that's why I didn't really cause a big rough. I just was always like, can you please fix it? Yeah, can please. Can you look into it today? Can you, you know, I was just constantly on them. The emails were never like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it was always, hey, what's the deal today? What's the deal today? What's the what deal the today? fuck is going on? <laughs> you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> i need to get my shit out there fucking fix it <laughs> oh it was bad it was real bad and then they they assured me that i could use my desktop to put it out still yeah and even though my the app itself wasn't showing any all my episodes were gone it showed Ooh. that i had zero episodes and it showed that i wasn't even available so once he told me that i could start putting out episodes it was three weeks i went without putting out an episode and so i started using and putting them out and they went through let me ask you this patrick because this is one of my yeah it's 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 a fear but it's also like you know it's something that i've come to terms with because i just relate it to life and you know life is not permanent either you know life comes to an end so uh from time to time i'll be like what if i just woke up one day and everything I've done in terms of podcasting, all this effort I put into it, it just all of a sudden is gone. It's erased. Yeah. And I don't have any of this shit backed up. I'm not smart That's like that. That's right. Yeah, I'm not same smart with me. like that. Like I don't keep this shit on you know, memory cards and shit. It's just like I, 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 I put it out there. And then once it's out there, the hard kind of file of it all, I just erase it. Yeah. And yeah, me too. It's, it's, from like you know sometimes some days i'll be man like if that ever happens like i don't know what like i'm probably going to run out into oncoming traffic and i felt that way dude i'm not shitting you when i first when that first happened to me eddie i really felt i'm a i'm a black or white guy there's not much gray that i see and so i instantly went to the dark i instantly was like saw this is bad this is the worst case scenario all my effing work is gone. It is gone. I can't believe this. I can't see my stats. I can't see my phone calls. I can't see any of it. Are you kidding me? So I go to like Apple and it was still on Apple. It was still everywhere else. It was showing everywhere else. But on the anchor platform itself, I was like, it's gone. It's gone. So yeah, I it was brutal for me for a while. And I had to really come down that off from that ledge for a little while because this is my baby and I, I've been working on it since 2017 and I don't back it up. Like you said, I it's, it's out there. Once it's out there, it's out there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was devastating for a while. I'd imagine. Yeah. But you know, I, and then, and then some other days I'll be like, well, life ain't permanent. So, you know, I mean, it, whoever got to listen to it, got to listen to it. And if you didn't yeah. get to listen to it, then well, you're, you're lost and it's gone. But you know, I'm, that's a good attitude. Ed. Yeah, you know, but I'm still here. So, but yeah, like I, you know, every once in a while, I'm just like, what if that would, that would blow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good attitude to have though, that, you know, we are only here one time. Life is so short to be in the moment is really the best way to live. Yeah. It's hard to live that way, but you know, it's eight fifty three, and I'm talking to Ed eddie on a friday and that's all i have i don't have 854 and i don't have 852 i have just at the moment right now and it's hard because we always want to as humans predict or plan or make whatever but yeah it's sometimes like you say if it's 
it was meant to be. Maybe only a couple people heard it and whatever and that. whatnot. So, yeah. Yep. It's scary for sure, you know, because it is it is hard work, you know. it's. I mean, yeah, we're in air conditioning, uh, you know, we get to sit. But, you know, you do it enough and it's like this is, like you said, a baby, a child. This is a thing that yeah. you've you have fostered it you have planted the seeds and now you're watching it so it it would suck but hopefully that never happens <laughs> hopefully that yeah. never happens but uh ult- ultimately all shits and giggles and everything aside anchor has been really 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 pleasant and you and i are some of the og people from anchor you know yeah anchor's been good to me except for that little glitch they've been good they had yeah. me featured on their home page for over six months yeah and uh yeah so they helped me grow my audience immensely so i i thank anchor still i i'm i'm not hating on them that's for sure that's that's for sure hey uh so i have a deck of cards in front of me right yes so go ahead name any card uh, and do I name it out loud? Yeah, just name a card. Eight of clubs. There we go. Top card. Are you ready? Yeah. You can still see it, right? Yep. Eight of clubs. Eight of clubs. That would have been cool. <laughs> that would have been cool. <laughs> Sometimes it works. Sometimes it works. It's one in 52. <laughs> one in 52. That would have been awesome. Yeah, that would have been really cool. I'm not that good. <laughs> I am not that good. I I wish I'd known we were gonna do tricks. I would pull out my 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 magic tricks. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh it's definitely um I don't know what the word is. It's a uh it's still a hobby of mine. But I love it. Yeah. I, I used to work at magic shops and oh really? Yeah, yeah. There's there there's there used to be one in St. Augustine. Uh, right up the road, the oldest city in the United States. And um, then there's one in Daytona. It's called Daytona Magic. And I always say, like, if you love cars, don't become a car salesman. If you love whatever, don't become the thing that is that, you know, where it's just a business. Because the love I had for this suddenly got yeah. turned into this. the second somebody came through the door. Hey, guys, hey, you want to see a magic trick? And then at the end of it, it was... Oh, so we have all this thing, like all these things right here you can buy. Like, like, like you can buy this trick I just did. <laughs> right. And it was just like, you know, where's the, where's the just raw passion of just performing and getting a reaction and walking the fuck away? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, it's. I, I love doing magic to people. It's fun. I've always just enjoyed it. When I was a kid, I remember getting a magic, a Fisher Price magic set. And it was a kit like this big and just, uh, it was old school. This was back in the seventies. But you said it was Fisher price. Fisher price magic kit. See, when I hear Fisher price, I think of like baby toys. Uh, yeah. Well, they Fisher price made, this was, I was a kid. I was, this was in the seventies. Wow. No, but I, yeah, I was probably, I was probably nine. Fisher Price. Yeah, see, when I think of Fisher Price, I think of like, I don't know. Fisher Price made movie viewers too, the with the cartridges that you put in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have I still have one and it's Dumbo. 
Dumbo. Dumbo. Yeah, that's crazy. Fisher Price. They they made a magic kit. Yeah. Yeah, it's I don't know. Magic is definitely fun, and I enjoy watching the shit out of it. Me too. You know, it's like I'm one of those people. Where, even though I know a lot of how it's done, I'll I'll st- I'll sit in the audience and just have a big smile on my face and shut the fuck up. You know, yeah, I won't be that douchebag yeah. that goes, eh, it's a double lift, eh, it's a force, eh, it's a cut. Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, it's like, shut up, just, just enjoy like, it. Yeah, it's like watching a movie and having that person that says, Oh, that never worked, he never reloaded, he never this, he yeah, never yeah. that. And it's, it's a freaking movie. Yep, yep, you know, hate yeah. those people, <sighs> but, anyways, Patrick. It's been a yes, pleasure Eddie. talking to you, man. It was awesome talking it's, with it's you. Really and it was awesome. This was my, you, you broke my cherry in the sense of me being able to do a video chat and slash podcast. Cause I haven't done that yet. There you go. Yeah. Still evolving. Yeah. That was fun. So, but why don't you have guests on your uh, show anymore? Um, or, 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 or I, why did that kind of drop I off? Was, yeah. It just kind of dropped off. I had an interest and then I haven't been pushing it again i haven't been pursuing it like i was it's you know it's work you have to really work to get the guests and to try to to get it all into place and i enjoy having people on when i do um but uh yeah i just been i don't know i feel i i I need to do some kind of change so we live on a planet but i don't know quite what it is I love doing it and I love my format, but I still feel like sometimes I'll be repetitive. You know what I mean? Because it's something I've done for so long that I do the familiar, you know? Yeah. But in then that same sense, I'm like that repetitiveness of that I have or that flow or that style is what a lot of my audience likes. Yeah. It's what they're used to. It's what brings them back and so i don't want to jump the shark yeah it's the old thing of completely. you know if it ain't broke don't fix it right right <sighs> but i but, but i understand where you're like yeah where you're coming from it's like you feel like maybe and that's the hard thing right you feel like you're in a rut but who you like who knows like everybody that listens could be like ah this is good man like right right you're just there's so many rut. times that, yeah there's so many times that i'll find my repeating myself phrases that I'll say, and then I'll be like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, I, I say this every show. And then I got to remind myself that sometimes some people, it's their first time ever listening to We Live on a Planet because I still get first time listeners, which you know, doing a podcast, you always have to kind of think that, yes, you have an audience that listens, but it could also always be the first time that somebody's stumbling upon your show. This and so true. that's the way I always tried to do a show is that yes i have my regulars but this might be your first time listening yeah that's true uh i mean i love that you don't have a schedule right you don't have a schedule you don't have a well mondays and fridays oh okay so you okay yeah mondays and fridays i put a show out and i have them out before at least by 7 a.m eastern standard time see maybe that's the thing the smallest little thing could be the thing that I don't know fixes it for you. And this is just me giving two cents here. Uh, maybe the schedule is is something that is you know kind of keeping you 
because you you have to you feel like you are obligated every Monday and Wednesday to put a thing out and that's why I've never with this podcast ever done that because it's like now it feels like a job now it feels like every Monday and Wednesday I have to sit my ass down whether I feel it or not and I have to do it and it's like right. some, it's like sometimes I don't feel it sometimes I don't feel like sitting in front of a microphone talking to people it's just the way it is I relate I relate to that on Mondays and Fridays. There's plenty of times where all of a sudden, especially on a Monday, I go, what do I talk about? Because I just talked to everybody Friday. <laughs> Nothing happened this weekend. So what do I talk about today? Yeah. You know? And so it's, but in that same sense, I have my audience that as soon as I push publish, I look and I'm like, oh, they're ready. Yeah. They're, here's my listeners. They're ready for their Monday show. They're ready for their Friday show. Yeah, that's so the thing. I have that. That would be like uh, the Price is Right, going from uh, weekly to being like, eh, we're gonna do it every other. You'd be like, what, what, what? You took my prices right away. That's what I mean. <laughs> I've I've been doing it so long this way that I have an audience that listens to me. As yeah. soon as I push publish, I automatically have a certain amount of listens instantly because I'm like, they're ready. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's definitely a give and take. So, yeah, but either way, I mean, seriously, uh, you know, I talk about a lot of prolific podcasts, you know, like the ones that are just obvious, like, of course, Bob Saget will create a podcast and that shit will take off because he's fucking Bob Saget. But right. there's the, there's, I call it the underground podcast, like the podcasts that aren't the Bob Sagets and the Joe Rogans and the Melissa Villasenors and the, all this shit. And, and yours is one that I always talk about because it's, it's like, I don't even know why you're not prolific. I don't know why you're not up in, you know, up in that level of, you know, and it's, and I don't know if, if that's something you want, like if you want to attain that, that status or if you're happy, you know, with where you're at, but I, I, I hope I would love but, that. Yeah. I would strive for that. I would love to eventually, I would love to be sitting right across and saying to Jimmy Fallon, well, it started out by me saying Ooh. I just would use the phrase I love we live on a planet and then I thought to myself why not name a podcast that and so I visualize that so many times where I'm like I would love to be on the tonight show talking to Jimmy Fallon about my talk show or about my podcast oh yeah I would love that oh, to yeah. have it blow up oh yeah you know and um fuck you'll even take Conan he'll take Conan yeah oh Conan <laughs> I would rather I Conan actually I think is Better? You know, fantastic. He was one of the head writers of Santa Live for years. Okay. Yeah. Fallon's good. Fallon is good. Like I uh oh, yeah. I really appreciate Fallon, especially because of the yeah, he has a theme park ride at a universal in Florida. And I Yeah, yeah. It was opening when I was there. They were they were building it. Yeah. When I was there. It's pretty fun. It's it, it's not the best, but it's definitely fun. And it they recreated uh 30 Rock for it so you go up and like you're in the studio setting and everything yeah it's really cool but cool. um i don't know who my favorite talk show would be like my favorite late night talk show host it's probably either letterman and he's not even doing anything anymore but or kimmel i really enjoy kimmel yeah when i was growing up it was letterman for me oh yeah growing up in high school and everything um, cause Johnny Carson wasn't hip for us. He was the old guy. And so Letterman was the cool guy. And now and look at him now. He saw, now know, he's the old guy. Letterman was on Rolling Stone magazine. Johnny Carson wasn't. So it's like, I, I, 
I was subscribed to Rolling Stone magazine when I was a kid. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to watch this guy, not not some guy my parents watch. Yeah. But now look at Letterman. Now he's the old guy. Right. With yeah, a, well, with so a, am I. Jesus Christ, with a fucking beard, that kid just, yeah. holy, he makes mine look like nothing. Yeah, he looks like he's a mountain man. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. It's like, because you know he had to shave. Like, that was part of the contract. Like, to do a show like that, you can't have a, ugh, ugh. Ratings right. will go down. No, you have to shave. And the second he quit that job, whew, he just let it go. I love it so much. Yeah. I spent so, a lot of time watching that show growing up. Yeah. It's good shit. But, hey, man, you never know. Never say never, right? It could be a Wayne's World situation. I know. I know. That's why I keep plugging at it and keep doing it because I'm like, you know, I, I still have something to say. I still want to keep doing it. As long as I have listeners, I'm still going to keep doing it. Yeah. There you, you go. know, cause I, I don't really have an end goal of like, Oh, once I hit 500, once I hit this, it's like, if all of a sudden I post Friday and a week goes by and not one person listens to it, maybe I'll reevaluate if I should keep podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> but until that day, I'm going to keep doing it. Yep. And the reason is, is because you came on this podcast and you said something that people didn't agree with and they canceled you. <laughs> yeah, that could be. <laughs> he was like, well, they're my like, podcast is, you know, my podcast is I stay away from everything. I'm very. Yeah. Which is really I interesting just, that you came on here and, 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 and that you, that, that you are more open and, but they would, uh, your listeners would be like, they called Johnny Carson, the old guy we're canceling. Him. Yeah. <laughs> but i called him the old guy and then you're like well look at letterman he's the old guy and i'm like so am i though now yeah yeah so you brought it's it full circle me to where all of a sudden i'm like i don't feel 51 i'm really 18 with 33 years experience i love that yeah don't yeah, yeah never grow up charlie no. chaplin had a really good saying uh and i'm paraphrasing but something along the lines of we don't live long enough to be anything other than a child yeah i think that we forget to play eddie we really do um my wife got me Lego set for my birthday of a scuba diver and a dive boat because I'm getting my certification for scuba diving. Nice. And it was fun to play with those. And I think adults need to play more. And we're in a world where we're like, nope, that's for kids. And it's like, we still need to have that wonder as a child again and get that back. We're here one time. Yep. That's why I loved MJ so much all controversy aside is the fact that he never, you know, well, he never really had a childhood. So he was making up for lost time, but you know, he was a yeah. kid at fucking heart. Yeah. So, and I yeah, honestly believe Peter Pan. I, yeah. I honestly believe he was a hundred percent innocent, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I, well, I myself believe Corey Feldman and I think, or Corey Ham, I mean, and I think that, what he said, he said that Hollywood is full of pedophiles and everything like that. And he said the person who's not is Michael. And he was friends with Michael. And I think that he would, if he's going to out everybody, wouldn't he out everybody? Yeah. He would out everybody. You yeah. know what I mean? He said years ago that Hollywood was full of pedophiles. And he's like, but the irony, the person who they say is, isn't. Yeah. Because. Well, you know. Yeah. Right before we went live, or not live, but when we before we jumped on here and started uh, recording, I uh, I got a notification from uh, one of like the news sources that just 
sends them to my phone and it was a uh, army hammer do you know the actor army hammer yes yeah he people are accusing him of raping girls really yep and i'm like no shit. oh man like not that i ever like like i'm not a huge army hammer fan but it's just like oh man the guy from the social network the guy from the lone ranger oh man what an ass and then you look at a photo that they have on it and it's like uh yeah i can kind of see it <laughs> <laughs> You look like a rapist. Yeah, that's a shame. It's a shame. It's a, it's, it's a real shame. But eh, we'll see where that goes. But I just wanted to throw that in there because it literally just happened right before we started yeah. recording here. And yeah, it kind of shocked me. see that. But uh, I'm going to let you go, man. And, uh, okay. and uh, keep in touch. Obviously, we do. And, and I love it. And you're always welcome back on here. And, you, and it's always it's, – it's funny. It's, you know – I have varying levels of nerves with guests with you literally. I, I, yeah. Calm as a whistle or whatever it is. Cool as a, whatever. Cool as a cucumber. There you go. It was, uh, it was super easy to just jump on here and, and do another episode. So thank you, man. No, thank you for having me. I really appreciate your time. Time is the most valuable gift. That's what I want to thank the listeners too. Thank you for giving me your time the most valuable gift that you could ever give us because I can't give it back to you. So thank you for giving it to me. Yep. And with that, we are out folks. I'll talk to you later, Patrick. Peace.